that's how excited we are about having Tom Arnold on the show. You get your own special promo, Tom. That's how much we like you. Oh, so amazing. Thank you very so much amazing. for joining us tonight. It's an honor to be on the show. It's an it's honor really- to be on the show. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of uh, what you do. It's uh, We're in the middle of it. It's, I can't even figure out how to get my head squared. Uh, uh, no, square. there you go. <laughs> it looks square enough. My well, kids, kids ought to do this. You should anyway, be a little, a little bit more to the uh, right, I guess. Okay, you, how do I go? Uh, go this yeah. way? The other you way. Think, you know, I've been at 130 <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you a movie star? Yeah. Don't you know these things? Yeah, and I don't. Sasha, you know, <laughs> Sasha's in with the, out with the kids, yeah. my uh, assistant. Anyway, she's great, you look good. Way. Thank you, you too. She is great. She, she is looks great. amazing. She's, she's much better looking she than is you. I hope you don't mind me saying that. No, I don't. You know, we have a podcast. Uh, it's uh, kind of two of the bush with uh, Tom Arnold, and she moved in uh, with my assistant. And she she does. Uh, she's worked with a lot of kids too. And she moved in with me and my seven and a half year old and four and a half year old. Uh, uh, and and then people started seeing us on social media and on a podcast. Or my friends I haven't heard from in a long time. My older friends and they're calling up, including my rabbi. He's like, "Hey, uh, how are you and the kids doing?" I go, "Hey, thanks for." Reaching out. Thanks for no. We're doing. We're doing good. I get, then they're like, he's like, what's the deal with you and uh, Sasha there? I go, oh no, she yeah, she lives with us. Uh, you know, she's uh, very nice and works with the me and the kids. They go, oh, so it's like professional. I go, yeah, yeah, it's professional. They go, I didn't. I thought so. Like when you said, she's very young and very attractive. You know, uh, yeah. Maybe so it is, it is professional. Just and to I go, wait, 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 wait. Let me just explain something. Yeah. There could be something going on, like. It's humanly possible, and uh, she, you know, I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I just want to be clear. It could happen. It could happen one day. Time. Yeah, it's it, a hall. It's tight quarters, but it, but the, right now, you know, my kids are still mostly sleeping in my bed. How could I have a date? I mean, it could right. happen. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be you know, appropriate. Like, it would be. Well, it would be whatever. It it's, would be appropriate. Yes. You should, just, you should do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. Yeah, I should, because life is short. Life is short. There's Zoom, setting up a Zoom class every day right over there. You know, these are, you know, in this world of Trump, you don't know, we got a witch doctor president. We're living one day at a time. Where we just got to enjoy life, but we got to fight like hell for the next 21 days. With everything you do. We got. The next 21 days is going to be tight. You know, I mean, everyone's, everyone's very confident. We like that everyone's confident because we do want Joe I'm, Biden I'm to con- win confidently. Yeah. But I, after 2016, I'm never sure yeah. of what's going on in the world. And since then, Nobody, nothing's been the same. Anybody yeah. confident. You know, uh, the people like me, you know, I help out the, the Biden campaign a little bit. And, mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm the type of activist that uh, the place, everybody before was like, you know, Trump, those people play dirty. That's what we need to do. Well, I play dirty too, because I'm not bound by the, the ethics that our fabulous journalists are bound by. Mm-hmm. So if I want to tape somebody, I tape them. If I want to tape the president's lawyer, I will tape him because I know he's taping me. So, right, you know, I, I learned early on, you know, Trump has no ethics. I've known him 35 years. And, uh, you know, I've also been to the Playboy Mansion with Trump so to visit his girlfriend, knowing his wife was there. So hmm. I'm a little ethically challenged, too. But I you I were visiting his girlfriend. He, he was visiting his girlfriend. No, he wanted to introduce me to his new girlfriend, Karen McDougal, and he had done me a favor by being on my sports show, the best damn sports show, period. And so I'm like, well, I got to go. I got to run over there with him. At least he's in town. And so 
I met Karen McDougal. I honestly didn't know that Melania was there and his daughter and his idiot son. And uh, he had his vodka come out or something. So I rode over there with him and uh, Keith Schiller, his bodyguard and whatever, and, and uh, did the thing. And, and uh, but, uh, you know, his, uh, his girlfriend is very nice. And I, but, but I also attended, there's a big Hollywood bash that Elton Jottos every year at Oscar time for pediatric AIDS, very fancy uh, fundraiser the night before the Oscars. And I went with uh, my, my wife at the time, my, my third wife, Pratt, I think, we went with Melania <laughs> and Trump at a fancy thing. You can see pictures of all this. Yeah. But uh, I think I, I uh, also knew because when he came on my sports show, uh, there's one, I've, I put this up on the internet, but you can see he sits down next to me and, and uh, gets the applause. We have a studio audience and it's high school kids. And there's four girls in the front row that have schoolgirl uniforms on. And they had to be freshmen. And that's why he's like, hey, look at that. You know, that's that's why he's interested. And then the... It, the, it, uh, it dogs him, athlete. that whole reputation of really liking younger women, doesn't it? He really... He gets... well, he's, earned, he's earned it. And, and uh, then the John Sally, we had black athletes uh, on the show. They said, who do you think would win uh, The Apprentice from, from this group here? He goes, and he said... Definitely the uh, black guy because you have all the the advantages and and everybody laughs then and, and now you see that's how he is. But you know I I knew that uh, I knew there was I knew he was who he was and it's fine. You come on a sports show, you're that guy, and everybody you know you deal with it. But to be president and when he first came out with the birther stuff in 2011, for me that was the uh, that was a deal breaker, and I, I told point. Mark Burnett that he that he can't call my house anymore. Hmm. You got to do something about this, and and I saw a lot of people who I'd previously respected ignore that. Let and me stop you there because I want to talk about Mark Burnett a little bit. I think that that's uh, yeah. I mean, I'm fascinated by by Donald Trump, and I'm so thankful that you've done all the work you've done in telling people who Donald Trump really is, because you were among the first yeah. people to do it. But, yeah, you know, well, it's Mark Burnett is, that's, is a totally fascinating place for me to go and a person for me to go to because where did he come from? I mean, the guy was like a, a, a soldier, I guess, a parachutist or whatever you would call that in the, in the British Army. And the next thing you know, he's here in the United States. He becomes a nanny. And then minutes later, or like maybe not minutes, but in, in Hollywood in, in years, it's, it's like minutes, he's, he's running the biggest show on television. Um, yeah. how, how long have you known him and how did he achieve that, uh, that meteoric rise? Well, Mark Burnett, uh, I've known him a long time, and uh, he's not a good person. Uh, Mark Burnett came to this country. You know, he's an immigrant. Uh, he came, he forged his papers, uh, 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 just, you know. Uh, uh, Mark he Burnett forged his a, papers, uh, did you say? Yes, he did. He did, <laughs> and, and you could uh, do a little research as, <laughs> as we have, and you'll find that. He uh, came to this country. He was in the United Kingdom Special Forces, which is almost like being in the real Special Forces. Mm -hmm. He came here. He was a mercenary. And, uh, and in fact, he was at the border. He was about to fly down to Central America as a hired gun uh, to fight uh, uh, brown people, of course. And his mother, he called his mother from the airport. She, she was so afraid. She said, just stay in America. He passed. His visa was... Was old. He stayed beyond that time he was supposed to stay. But so he's an he illegal immigrant. He should be sent over the back yeah, home. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is one hundred percent true. <laughs> you know, I think he wrote about it in, in his book at the time, and 
He ended up getting a job as a manny to a rich family in, in uh, Malibu. And so he references that moment a lot when, when he says that the people that are coming in from south of the border, he knows they should be able to, to make it on their own and do it the right way because he did it. This white, uh, this Anglo-Saxon guy that got hired by this rich family. So he understands the immigrant, the, the life. And so if he could do it, they could do it. So that why they should have complained. So, That's amazing uh, to me because you know this guy. I mean, he said you know he's had a, he's had a little timeline of his life. He's had a pretty good time, um, and between 1977 when he joined the British military to the year 2000 when he launched Survivor, he has turned his life around from being really penniless. He sold T-shirts. He uh, he was a nanny, as you say, and then he decided yeah. to launch something that was a precursor to Survivor. But most stunningly for me, he's landed up still being part of Donald Trump's life, well beyond The Apprentice. He's still like. I can see his, you know, I'm a producer too, so I get the sense of how he's producing the presidency a lot of the times. Like uh, that COVID gate thing last week was stunning when he's like, you could see his fingerprints all over it. Yeah. Well, they talk all the time. They talk on the phone all the time. He's, he uh, uh, has, it considers himself, uh, you know, he's, he's written a friend of mine, Jason Hershord, was, uh, was on the board of, of, of MGM mm -hmm. uh, until recently. And uh, he showed me a, a emails that, that, that Mark Burnett had written everyone saying, don't badmouth Donald Trump even personally. <laughs> and and uh, you got to remember, I'm I'm the most powerful man in show business really? because my best friend is the president of the United States. And, you know, MGM makes a lot of money still from Donald Trump. So mm -hmm. MGM, the company, that's the reason they won't release any of the of the tapes or the footage. And, and until last year, I, uh, 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 the New Yorker, uh, there's a great piece of the New Yorker where they finally admitted, yeah, we have all that, but we don't want to embarrass Mark Burnett. Now, uh, Mark Burnett, uh, you know, Mark Burnett, I'll say something about that variety of TV shows, whether it's Survivor or the, the music one or whatever. He, you know, because Mark Burnett, the way he grew up is interesting because, you know, he, he he's a guy that will take on the personality of the show that he has like mm. i don't nobody really knows who he is you know and then he and he's married to this woman who who i believe is probably a, a christian so then mark burnett becomes that person you, you can tell by speaking to his ex-wives or the people he works with and, and then he becomes a shark when he goes to the shark tank set and he dresses like those guys mm -hmm. and he takes on that personality so nobody really knows who Mark Burnett is, and I think it's because he's soulless. Now, Mark Burnett also went to meet Vladimir Putin before he knew Trump. That's correct. And tried to get him to do a show, and that didn't work out. But, you know, Putin is a, a genius, obviously. He's a KGB agent, and he, he tends to play a long game. And so then Mark Burnett went to Trump and said, "I, you know, we're going to – we want to do this show. Trump is broke. We're going to make it appear that you're – very wealthy, and it turned out to be a, a lucrative thing for Donald Trump, and they sold this, you know, this guy. And then in 2015, when when it started coming out about all the the negative stuff about Trump, and what about the Russia thing in 2013? Mark Burnett was with Vladimir Putin in Russia when the press first broke, tried to resell him really? on another new show. You could, you could, you could. It's public. That, but it's public that he tried to get him to do another show. Allegedly, uh, uh, tried to, and and Putin passed. Putin did do a reality show in Russia.
Now, right. there was, there, so the two shows were his Destination Mirror, that was the first show that he wanted to do, and did actually get it green lit by the folks at, at NBC. I think that was actually a full on production that was ready to go. Then something happened with this with the spaceship Mirror, I guess, the space station. So they didn't do it. And then the second time was when he wanted to do a reality show about Putin as sort of a wilderness expert. And that was in 2015, um, around then. Yeah. Um, and so that yeah. that didn't happen either. But you're saying that Putin was with uh, Burnett at the time that yeah. Trump was. Yeah, uh, was, yeah, yeah. Wow. he was in Russia. He was in Russia at the time all this stuff broke about the Miss Universe and, and Trump's relationship and mm-hmm. and what happened in 2013. And, uh, you know, Trump, uh, you know, Mark Burnett journaled about how much respect he had for Vladimir Putin, you know, before he went made his first offer like this is and you gotta mark mark burnett isn't you know he's a he's an american citizen obviously and you know but his his worldview is very different he's a he's a vagabond you know he he worked on these merchant ships and wherever he sets up his tent that's where he's from mm. and, and you can just tell by his behavior i know him mm. i spent a lot of time with him i've gotten into a fist fight with him so you did i, I heard him. about that i want to hear about that story because he says you Beat him up, and, and well, you say it didn't work out that way. But he, but he, I'll be, tell you, let me. I'll tell you that story okay. in one second. In 2013, when Trump took a gang with him to the Miss Universe uh, pageant in Moscow, uh, obviously I knew a bunch of those guys, and one of the guys' name was Chuck Labella, who worked on The Apprentice and the Miss Universe contest. Chuck Labella is a very nice guy and we all do him everybody in the comedy world do him and uh but he was very attached to donald trump and uh, so he came back and described everything that happened there and how uh trump you know it, it hooked up with putin and spoke to him and it, you know trump trump's the kind of guy that if he speaks to vladimir putin he's got his like ipad out and he's like or his phone <laughs> hey everybody let's hear you know, he never had a phone call where he wasn't on speakerphone. Right. And he had his uh, they had a laptop open, and everybody could hear everything that was going on. And, and there was a reference made to, you know, you should run for president, Donald Trump. And all that stuff came out. And so Chuck was very excited and came back and told everybody at, at MGM and Mark Burnett Productions everything that happened. And uh, Ch- Chuck LaBella was by his side. He was his body man. And, and, you know, a lot of stuff went down at the, the Moscow Ritz-Carlton. In 2015, yeah. I was also in Moscow. I was making a movie, living at the Moscow Ritz-Carlton. The, the same, same hotel, place. not the same room. The same hotel. Well, that's where it's a nice hotel. Yeah. And uh, a lot I, of people stay there. And wired, so, for, wired for cameras, I hear. I'm sure it is. I was afraid to. <laughs> first, I was like, you know, you're afraid, you know. Uh, you know, when you're there an expanded period of time, you're, of course it's wired. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Yeah, and then you're be. like, well, do I go, do I bring a towel? Do I go to the bathroom? And then after about <laughs> four days, I'm like, I don't care what happened. I don't care. Yeah. If they, it's on them. <laughs> they, I just did it. I didn't. I just said, well, I hope they enjoy whatever. the show, right? I hope they enjoy and, it. And I just said, well, how could they? I was, you know, <laughs> look at this. And uh, I said, this is, you know, somebody's got to edit this. That's for damn sure. But, uh, you know, you get a lot of information. So I, the thing with Trump is, you know, there's a lot of people I have in common with Donald Trump, too. So many that he is just not qualified to be president. He and yeah. I have so many people in common. So, and people, you know, they share a lot of things. 
and people in that hotel. If if somebody had a party with with hookers, and there's only one madam, high class madam in Moscow, and of course, you know, if 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 Putin or whoever said hookers or dancers over there, first of all, Donald Trump is not going to go. No, thank you. Do not, Keith Schiller. <laughs> don't bring your hooks to my room. You son of a bitch. Don't you? Don't. No, I got to pray. I got knitting yeah. to do. And that's not what he would do. And, but Trump is like this. He's like, oh, they did not pee on me. Well, of course he wouldn't <laughs> let somebody pee on his hair. Because his hair is like five hours old. But, but, you know, his hatred for Obama, you know. Uh, Legendary. You know he's got to see the beds that Obama slept in. And, you know, if he'd seen a pee-pee show the summer before, and it's not out of the question that he would ask somebody to pee on Obama's bed. Uh, you know, he, he would ask Don Jr. if he was there. Yeah. But uh, but I will. So anyway, uh, I'll give you a quick uh, summary of Mark uh, Mark Burnett and me and the flight. Yeah, let's, let's hear about that. I'm really interested in that. I've known uh, Mark Burnett's asked me a bunch of times to be on the show. I've seen him around. I've done charity stuff with Mark Burnett. You know, uh, I've done a favors. I've been to his house for Christmas. You know, him and uh, Rowan Downey Jr. or whatever her name is. She seemed lovely. I, 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 she was on a show called Touched by uh, an Angel, which seems like a, that's a, like a pedophile show, but it's not <laughs> very, you know, she seemed lovely. And uh, and uh, he's always, got, you know, he's a very powerful guy. He's always doing stuff. And Is he that powerful? Stuff. Is he really that powerful? I mean, I know that he's powerful because he's a big shot. But... Pa- he has six, his, he, 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 he is that powerful. How so? He's like he's, he's a, he produces reality shows, which I know are important, no, but, but it's not like he. The he biggest, well, yeah. the biggest ones, the big yeah. money makers, and he does have a lot of power, and he's cruel, and people are afraid. You know, they they want to work with Mark Burnett these networks, yeah, because he has one at ABC, NBC, right. CBS, and the cable networks, and uh, and it's ridiculous that they're afraid of him. So but, if they pick uh, up the, but, he picks up the phone and says, "I don't want that person working in this town again." Oh yeah, yeah. that could happen. Well, he has to say it a little bit. You know, the best thing you could do is punch him in the face, like I did, because yeah. he has no power over that. Right. But people are there's a there's a uh, unwritten uh, uh, there's an unwritten code uh, that that you just want to you know it, you know it's like how anti-Semitism used to be and could still be. It's mm. sort of an unwritten rule, like it's not written. That you don't f with Mark Burnett, but it's sort of, and so, um, so Mark Burnett, we were we we're friendly, we we're good, and then I, you know, uh, and Trump, you know, when he calls you to do the show, he's like, hey, it's gonna be great, we're gonna do the show, and he doesn't listen to anything you say, like I can't do that, or and, you, and he's a great salesman. You're like, oh, I want to say yes to you, because I actually, I kind of feel sorry for. There's some you feel sorry, yeah. but I can't, and then I hang up, and you see my email, oh, to my agent. Please, I'm not sure if I just said yes, but please, immediately t- tomorrow, r- call Mark Burnett and just say no. I might have just said yes to that guy, <laughs> and that. Uh, but uh, but there was always something a little bit uh, evil about Mark Burnett. You just tell because you know he'll say anything. You know he'll, you know he's always sort of playing a game, and, and uh, so uh, plus I this story his camp is photographer. Uh, from that biodome or whatever show that was, told me that Mark Burnett wanted a dog, and he was a dog trader. So he got this dog, and it was all trained up. It was beautiful. And so he, he took it, and uh, and uh, they were shooting this show in Vancouver that 
bio show. The ecosphere, yeah. And so this guy, yeah, a couple, about three months after he, he gave Mark Burnett this beautiful, wonderful dog, the guy happened to be in Malibu, stopped by his place to visit Mark, and, and, and he said, well, how's, uh, the, how's the doggy doing? And Mark's like, oh, he's dead. And he goes, oh, my God, what, what, what happened? He goes, no, no, it's just too much of a hassle. You know, cause oh, what, he had the dog put down because yeah, he wasn't around enough? Because Ouch. it was too much a hassle, flying back and forth, and I really couldn't be with it enough. So I mean, that just yeah. says it all. I mean, people are cruel yeah, to dogs. But anyway, so no we sense. were buddies, and then Trump started running, and I, I wasn't – I didn't think, well, I bet they're so tight because of so much money. Mm. And uh, and then I learned and then about the tapes. Uh, and and uh, Eric Van Wagenen is the guy that worked on The Apprentice – for 10 years. He's the closest guy to Donald Trump. He's the executive producer. He's the last guy Trump spoke to before every tape. Hmm. Take. Every single take. And uh, and, and and Matt Van Wagenen was a producer on my sports show. That's his brother. Ah. Brilliant producer. And, you know, sports, you man, you, you cut a lot of clip packages fast. Yeah. And so, Eric, they're very nice fellas. Hmm. And, uh, and Eric was horrified by the stuff that Trump said, you know, when not on the air. And, and they had to film Donald Trump from the moment he got out of his car until they got back in his car because it's a game show. And in America, uh, because of the game show scandal in the 50s, from the $54,000 question or whatever, you you have to film the host the whole time. Whether he's on camera, you just have to film him. Right. Because they got to show you're not cheating. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they had to do that. So basically, every so, time they're on camera, you're shooting. Yeah. And, and, and when, it, when the show went digital in 2005, those cameras have a, a chip inside of them right. that never stops rolling. Right. So there's 18 cameras on the set, some of the ceiling, some... And so that that chip never stopped rolling and has never been edited. Oh, wow. So and there's also somebody, a computer program that keeps track of every word everybody says. And so, so there are uh, multiple tapes, multiple angles and multiple okay. views of what went on. And, during you know, the, that shoot. Calls. he's taking calls. He's having business meetings, but his also his mic is always on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Eric seen, Whitestone yeah. was his audio guy. And so he's got a wealth. He's got everything, and, and, be, and uh, so I know who these guys are. And then before the election, you know, people are, are very, you know, people are like, is he racist? I go, is he racist? And uh, and so there's a lot of things that, that I knew about in specific episodes that are like, has he ever said the N-word? I'm like, has he ever said the N-word? You exactly when. You know, and so, so everybody thinks that word will be the thing that people need to hear uh, to for Hillary Clinton to win. Which you know she did win the the vote, and so I scramble, and then I call Eric. I said, I don't want you to give me any footage, but let me have access to uh, go in there and edit. Give me the access to everything, and I will rebuild. I I know where everything is. Know where it all let is. Edit it and then, so then you you are responsible, and then I go to Mark Burnett, and I say you gotta give me access, and he's like Trump wants it too to destroy it, mm-hmm. and I'm not giving it to him, and, and, and then I'm not giving it to you either. And he holds up, and I go, why are you defending him? And he holds up a phone with his kid's uh, picture as Trump's uh, ring bearer, and he goes, that's why. And I'm like, you you know, that was at Arnold Schwarzenegger's house at his Christmas party. And so people are, is, is, are people keeping it as compromise? Is that something they could wield over him, do you think, or is it something that they well, just have? you know, 
No, yeah. uh, the MGM is that they're keeping it to protect Mark Burnett mm. and uh, Donald Trump. And they've kept this. And, and so, so uh, you know, and Mark Burnett's like, he will be presidential. And, of course, he isn't. And so, mm. you know, that's what led to 2018 at this huge Hollywood party the night before the Emmys. Uh, now, by now, if, you, if you're outspoken about Donald Trump in Hollywood, you would think people go, oh, that's amazing. We all are. But that's not true. Yeah. There's so many people that make money from him. And I was outspoken to him, you know, on Twitter and, and personally, and that cost me a lot of work. It still does. Anybody anybody that's in the comedy business. It does. You know, eh? It costs it, you work to if you're oh pro- anti if you're anti Trump or, or is oh it yeah. because you've been outspoken nope. about Burnett? Especially, that's co- especially if you're outspoken like I am. Mm. You can't be anti Trump and not be anti Burnett because they're tied mm. in the hip. Right. The thing is Burnett has never come out his best friend and said, I disagree on this one issue with Trump. Burnett has his ear. He clearly does. I mean, he was there last week, I'm sure of it. Yeah, and Burnett uh, made so much money from uh, his inauguration, millions and millions of dollars, and he's under investigation. So Burnett is all in on this. And Burnett Mm -hmm. and his wife are allegedly Christians, Mm -hmm. and he's all in on Trump. And so there's kids... And, and, and the more we learn about this stuff at the border, the more horrifying it is with kids mm. being taken for their parents. And Burnett's all in. And the, the people, the white supremacists, uh, the Burnett's in on that. So it says a lot about what Mark Burnett. Do you think and, he's more and, racist uh, than Trump is? Or do you think? Oh, uh, he's, he, oh he's racist. And, and Mark Burnett's uh, crew at MGM are racist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the people in uh, Salt Lake City or, or Denver, I forget which is, uh, that run MGM <laughs> yeah. are racist. So. You That's can tell by the way hiring practices. So, so anyway, uh, so Mark Burnett, we're, we're at this uh, uh, night before the uh, Emmys party, which is a great thing, benefiting the Motion Picture Home, which is an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I come in there. And by now, I've had my show. I have a show on uh, uh, Vice uh, Land, Vice Land Network, but Vice. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I've really. Uh, they came to me and said, "Hey." Would you like to do a show for our network? We've watched your Twitter feed, and I and, and, and we like the way you're going after Trump. And I said that'd be great. I'd love to do a show and have cameras. I said that I'm going after Trump no matter what, but I'd love to do it with cameras. And, and uh, the, through the show, I got to send somebody to Russia, to Belarus, to to talk to the hookers, and they, you know they're quality. And I got to uh, know uh, Jane Mayer and uh, David Cord and Michael Iskoff, and I got to. It's a good show, really good shirt. show. I enjoyed yeah. it. Even if you didn't and have any so tapes in it, is, I would have enjoyed it. It was it. very good. Yeah. And, and we got to take, what we did is we investigated each tape that was out there allegedly. You also can't play, you know, I the tape recording of Trump in Trump Tower. You just can't play that on TV because no. I have it. The, the people at, at uh, Vice said, wait a minute, how did you record this? Mm-hmm. Legally? Uh, no, of course not. Yeah. All right. Michael Cohen, who I, I ran into, and just dogged and threatened. To, I wouldn't leave it. I go, you're going to break up with Trump right now. And I went on, uh, and he's like, no, no, you're ruining my relationship with the White House. I go, yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to do. You are going to turn on him because he's going to turn on you right now. Now, Michael Cohen. I want to get back to a, Michael Cohen, but can we finish yeah, the story about, about the Emmy party okay. and how you how you so, and Burnett got into so, the fist fight? Uh, you know, I do the show, and nobody watches it, and people are, uh, you know, Viceland was not the right network, you know, but... Nobody watches it. They don't promote it because by now I've made so many enemies in Hollywood. They want to do shows with Mark Burnett. And they had, so they were being really sketchy right. with me. And they're, 
and they had a, hey, do you mind if we run all the episodes in one night? That's how proud we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the Emmys are coming up, and, uh, and they actually said, I need you to lay off Mark Burnett. And people that were friends before, like Michael Hirschhorn, which is a, had called them and said, can you, can you not even talk to your friends? They're so nervous. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Emmys were coming up. And uh, one of the great, there's a bunch of great young people at Vice, they're so talented. They sent me a copy of uh, of uh, uh, Guy Slattery, who's the president of Viceland. He'd written a memo on everybody, keep Tom Arnold away from everything about the Emmys, because really? we have other shows we want to succeed in. And uh, so I wasn't gonna go to any Emmy parties and you know, feeling uh, pretty, pretty low. <laughs> Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download.